the Recruitment Rollercoaster Podcast. Uh, my name is Hisham Azuz, and today I'm in a very warm studio <laughs> <laughs> with um, Tom and Sam from Logical Resources. They've actually come all the way from Leeds. Uh, we're well travelled, mate. We're all well the travelled. way from Leeds today. <laughs> Tom had a nosebleed on the train. <laughs> <when we're laughs> um, to be. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you guys shot some content and that sort of stuff, yeah, which uh, would be exciting to see how that looks. But I think you guys um, have done well, lads, in the heat. Um, honestly, I know I know it was a bit sweaty at the beginning. Yeah. Had see-through shirts and all sorts. But <laughs> we, we yeah. got the aircon out, didn't we? Got yeah, the aircon out, yeah, the, the fans. Yeah, the and, um, sophisticated cooling technology. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Exactly. Um, I, think but, had, I think I might have had Ashley, one of your interns, just trying to blow on me to get <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. But um, you guys uh, got it done. Which is good. We As did. recruiters do, you get it done, even yep. no matter how hard the job is. That's it. Um, <laughs> but no, so I guess I had a, a quick peruse over your um, LinkedIn whilst you, you was outside. And I guess where, where I'd love to start with you guys is um, maybe a bit about, I mean, where, where do you guys, you guys started this business together, three and yep. a half years old now. So how, how did you guys meet? Have you always known each other or... No, so basically, um, we started working uh, a bit. Well, we started our recruitment careers. At, well, I did at a business called New Chapter Consulting. Okay. Um, so they were one of a, a competitor. Now, might be looked at slightly, <laughs> slightly not fondly by them, but uh, but yeah, That's basically, cool. Tom was actually my manager there. So oh, nice. I started beforehand. Was a bit headstrong. Tom came in, you know, instilled his management technique on me. Nice. Disagreed with him most of the time. I like, nearly had a punch up in the boardroom once. <laughs> Really, really loud. So, so but, Tom uh, was your uh, manager, basically. Yeah, yeah, he was manager, my, yeah. yeah, he was my manager. Is he yeah. still your manager now, then? Or? No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we're, we do everything 50-50, don't nice. we? Oh, no, nah, straight down the middle. Straight down the middle. So, so what, how, um, tell me about um, how did you guys get into recruitment, then? I guess, so Tom, So my story's a lot longer, because I'm dead old. But um, So I started out 2003, after I left uni. Nice working for a company called Ellis Fairbank, who no longer exists, but are quite infamous okay, in Leeds. Cool. Uh, there's a lot of recruitment companies have come out of there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I started out with them, just doing general sales recruitment, and then basically ended up at Hayes for quite a bit, working for them, mm. doing um, managing sales, so nice. I managed Leeds and London offices. And they left there, ended up at New Chapter yeah. um, with Sam, um, and then basically we, uh, we worked together for a while and thought, we could do this together, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah. do our own thing, um, and that led us to, to logical nice. resources where we are now. Basically, what about you then, Sam? I know you before we got on here, you said, uh, yeah, well, um, I, I went to well, I'll start a university to try and keep it on the same kind of timeline <laughs> as Tom. <laughs> Tom had been employed for about 10 years at this point, yeah. So, um, so yes, I uh, I went to university and studied history, uh, which is hilarious, in history. yeah, history, yeah, it's nice. So, I, got, I used to get the question pretty much every time anybody asked me when I graduated. It's like, well, why did you do history? Are you going to be a history teacher? <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, I kind of bloke could be a history teacher. I don't think so. But basically, from there, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So um, I played a decent level of rugby league um, for for many years. And basically, I got the opportunity to go over to Australia. Nice. I had two wicked years out there. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Nice, mate. Came back with even less of a clue what I wanted to do with my life. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, basically a good friend of mine, actually, who I met at university, he was actually working um, for this recruitment business, new chapter. Nice. Um, yeah, so I just went for an interview. He sold you the dream. Yeah, he sold me the dream. He was like, well, basically, I, he said to me, 
I think you'll be good at this. And I was like, right, okay, well, that's enough incentive for me to just yeah, go and have a go at yeah, yeah. it. Um, so Why I, do you think that is? And have you always been sort of a bit of a people person? Or yeah, quite, like well, just to speak to people. Yeah, I think that I think that's what it is. I think I mean the skill that I the skill that I had is that I would literally I would try really hard. I was never gifted at particularly anything, but if I wanted to be, be good, a good at something, guy, yeah, 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 I just yeah, yeah. I had to give it a good old go. And like I said, uh, can can talk the, uh, talk, the hind legs. Yeah, the, <laughs> talk the hind legs off a donkey. <laughs> I think a lot of people would say that um, obviously like. I, I don't. Do you guys do graduate recruitment now? That you guys don't touch that on. That? No, not at the moment. We do little bits and pieces yeah. for some key. But clients. like, I think a lot of like recruitment businesses um, look for like sporty people and stuff like yeah. that because obviously there's a lot of it's competition. Yeah, competition yeah. and have the right sort of mindset. I guess. So do you, I guess maybe you had a bit of that, and that's that's why. That yeah, helped. I, w- I would say, I would suggest so, and yeah, and that was what my what my friend kind of suggested. So, got 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 the job offer. Um, I started with those guys. And I, I thought to myself, I thought he's done me a bit of a turn here getting me this interview. And I was like, what the, knowing this person, I was thinking, there's got to be some kind of catch. And then <laughs> when I passed my six-month probation period, like they pulled everybody into the oh. office and they were like, right, okay, so we'd just like to give Sam a, uh, a round of applause. He's passed his probationary period. And I'd also like to just announce that, Gavin, you've got your £500 referral fee. So, well done. Did he not half of you? Did he not? Oh, no, I didn't even no, mention exactly. it. <laughs> didn't even mention it. Oh. Uh, yeah, so that, so we had a bit of a, yeah, I didn't speak Speaking to him about that. Week. But oh. well, now, now I think about it, obviously we're, we're in a business based around referrals and putting people in touch with each other. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd be pretty aggrieved if a, if a candidate I placed asked for like half of the thing. Just for, <laughs> just, just for getting true. a job. That's true. Yeah. What, um, so what, what was the moment where you, if, if there was a moment, I don't know, was there a moment where you, you both of you were like, fuck this, we, we can do this ourselves, or I don't know, was there a moment? Or yes. Yeah, I think we need was to be fairly nice? careful about how we discuss these things, though, <laughs> you know, pending court cases, no, I'm only joking. But no, I think we, we, can't, we got on really well, um, and I think, for me, it was, I, I knew that Sam had all the skills that I didn't have. So okay. there was a lot of comp- Oh, nice. So you were you was aware to know what you wasn't good at. And what yeah, you, and yeah, I like that. Yeah. It was like we complimented each other quite well and I just... And we both... We kind of knew we were both quite entrepreneurial in that in that regard yeah. and we weren't great at being managed. Sure, okay. So, so I think it sort of, it was always a natural... Going to yeah. be a natural... So like that, that, that bit makes board meetings really fun, though, when we're like trying to have conversations. <laughs> we, still, we still don't really like to be managed either. No. Just doing so. Well, so, what, yeah. what, so was it just a, just a, just a con- consistent thing that you boys were thinking about then, or it was just... Yeah, well, I mean, I'd, uh, the reason that we initially started to look was, I mean, at the point I had been... Um, I think I got the top billing consultant for the year. Um, okay. And basically, there was a there was something that had happened, and I felt like I, you know that we should should have been rewarded slightly okay, better cool. than I was. Didn't, um, feel, didn't feel as valued as you. Yeah, I didn't feel yeah. as valued as I should have done. Yeah. Um, and then basically that kind of that kind of planted the seed. To, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to, to, to have conversations and and basically you know from uh, just in case anybody's listening from restrictive covenant <laughs> purposes and things like that. You know, we didn't operate in that market for six months after. Nice, you respected, that, well, yeah, that. You respected it. Yeah, we did. I mean, we got to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, small industry. Yeah, it's a small. It's a small and re- reputation is everything, isn't it? And you guys, yeah. you boys, clearly. So basically, what we did um, is we went. Um, one of Tom's, one of Tom's former contacts basically said he's got a, like a little bit of an interim gig for us to do. Nice. So we we did a bit in. Um, we did a little bit in IT. Okay, cool. Um, for a little while, which was thoroughly out. boring. Yeah, wasn't but, uh, for you. Yeah, not, not for, for us. It just, but it got, got. So was you was logical resources formed then, or you got, or yeah, you just so waited? Ba- yeah. So basically, it was um, one of our investors. He's got another business called Logical Resources. That was his. That was his initial brand name. 
Um, Logical Resources FMCG was basically an offshoot of that. He, okay. he, invest, he invests in a lot of different recruitment businesses. Nice. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, done, he's done pretty well for me. Logical Resources as a brand name um, in one form or another has been around for how long? That must be 14, 15 is years. He, is this chap your way then? Has he been like a bit of a mentor for you guys as well as an investor? Or is it just yeah, I mean, it's, to be honest, he's been, he's been a good guy. We, we parted ways last year, which oh, was okay. always part of the plan. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't operational. He yeah, was, yeah, he okay. Was an he was an uh, Wanted to get support the, the right yeah, people. He, you know, he, get he, started. Give, put the seed money in. Um, and you know, made the investment. We bought that out. Yeah, um, yeah. But that was always the plan. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's always wanted. We wanted our own business. But you know, like yeah, if you need that, you need, you need, you that, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you need a bit of money to get you off the ground 100%. and stuff like that. So, I mean, so he, he it's essentially the whole reason that me and Tom decided to set up the business was that we were, you know, total masters of our destiny. And yeah. the the chap who invested in his business partner, they were, you know, absolutely fantastic. But it was, you know, we were still only fifty percent ours, and mm. it was like, you know. Still got to, yeah. you know, make decisions. I can't just speak to Tom about what I've got to do. Yeah, and, sure, you know, sure. he, just, he didn't really sit comfortably with us, and it, 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 and now we've made that decision, and we've and we're 100 percent owners of the company, which is pretty cool. So I guess, question for you then, Tom, um, which I always like to, to ask people who've been in the game for a while. What because obviously I only spent two and a half years in the industry, and now recruitment guys are my, my clients. But what what what's been the sort of the biggest changes that you've seen then in? In, oh, in the time easily LinkedIn without question really? yeah it's completely transformed <laughs> your face is oh the fact that LinkedIn is a change <laughs> what do you mean it's not always been there <laughs> I know it's mad it's crazy yeah. to think it is yeah. crazy to think what, so, so when, did, I first you, did you, when you started did you have LinkedIn no we had, you, had, you had a typewriter I didn't have a, when I started I didn't have a computer so <laughs> <laughs> basically so no but the, so the, what, recruiters used to be headhunters okay. so, so the people who still so what does that mean so basically you, mean? you had to go find people okay. rather than just post jobs yeah, on yeah, LinkedIn yeah, okay. so job boards were pretty, pretty, pretty prevalent but everybody had job boards and everybody okay. had applications to those there was also the Daily Telegraph or whatever mm. you know pretty Printed media that you advertised in that that was also big, but it was very expensive. On paper. So if you got bri- if you got briefed on a role yeah. by a client, you you basically just rang up all their competitors and mm. found their equivalent yeah, salespeople. Yeah, yeah. I always did sales, so it was always equivalent salespeople. So um, you and approach them just, pretty much just cold call them at their desk. Yeah, well, or in the car because they were generally sales Where guys. Where did you get their number from? Well, you just ring up pretending to be a customer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. You have to do that first. <laughs> yeah, right, so right? you had to do your research phase, your yeah. approach phase. You, you sort of you so like you because I remember because I used to work with people who were around that around that time also and um, yeah no they used to say that like you used to basically call up and like you like map out the teams by like calling yeah. in speak to different people all right okay so this guy's there this guy's there and then you'd have to try yeah and the whole relationship thing was much more important because okay. you didn't have a database full of all their information and yeah, every yeah. conversation you ever had with them mm. you had to remember everybody I I had I had binders oh full of what God. we used to call whites which was like an interview card with a cv stapled to it That's and that had all crazy. your notes on it and every time you spoke to me you just added more notes to it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then so when so when did so linkedin was the game changer LinkedIn was like 2005 i think it came out and but it didn't get hot till about 2008 9 really um i remember i was so on well, it, I what was, did people you would did, did you use it from day one or like what was it used for initially then what why to be honest to start with there was no feed Oh, so okay. it was a bit like Facebook when that started. There was no there was oh. no news feed as such. It was more of a Rolodex. It was just a way to manage contacts oh, uh, to start okay. with. Um, and then people started posting on it, but it was just companies posting updates. Yeah, yeah Nobody yeah. really understood the whole... You know, social media was still yeah, yeah, not yeah. really a thing. Yeah. So nobody got it, really. And then 
And then I, I quite enjoyed it. We used to have groups used to be a big thing on LinkedIn. Yeah, I know. So I, I have set up heard quite a few before. groups. Um, How many members to, did you have on that one? Yeah, I had one that. I don't know why I set it up, but it was like jobs in Australia. <laughs> And it had like 50,000 members. I'm sure it was 50,000 members. <laughs> and it just basically, I just used to like advertise on it. Uh, yeah, nice. Jobs in but Australia. It was a bit more of a smart <laughs> way to do it. I'm sure, I'm sure it was an area we yeah, well, you were professing to we, be an expert in. <laughs> we, 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 we had an office out there, so it was, it was it's to help that. But then, you know, so it was stuff like that. Uh, but I'd say LinkedIn has been the biggest. the biggest change. And combining that with social media and everything yeah, else yeah, yeah. in terms of. There's a lot more output now rather yeah, than yeah, yeah. input. So you used to, you know, you'd pay ten grand for a five by twelve in the Daily Telegraph. Yeah. Um, and you know, you'd get three or four hundred CVs in the post. Yeah. And then you'd sift them and you'd ring them. In the and, post. Yeah, and you know, and it was just the way yeah, it was yeah, done. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, you, you can you essentially post a job for nothing yeah, on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and the content you can create and, mm. and all this this sort of stuff we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's all as important now as. Mm. You know, cold calling. So, so obviously, um, obviously, because obviously, I've got a bit more context on your business and stuff and and how you built it. But have you, when you were more recently, then let's say in the last couple of years before you started, uh, did you use social media and stuff like that, or did that come natural to you, or I don't know, did you see that as? I've always, I've always sort of seen it as a way to communicate. It's just the easiest way to to, to sort of engage with people. And when you say engage with people though, was you one of those people who just spam people with the new jobs you had? Or did you actually do something decent? Kind of try to always use that eighty twenty rule. So okay. it's eighty eighty percent of the content's non work related, yeah, 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 and twenty percent yeah, yeah. is. But to be honest, when you get an influx of jobs, <laughs> <laughs> who's, so who's not, you know, start there. Do, you yeah. know, do you know what the beauty of it is for us now? And this is something that I don't want to sound arrogant, but it, it does feel like that over the last maybe eighteen months, two years, that we've been using this kind of technique. Other recruitment agencies are kind of posting similar stuff. Yeah, yeah. Is that we now? You're talking about making. You know, a, a job post boring and a, yeah. bla- and a blast, and it's like getting spammed. They'll we try and basically make every single post that we put on, even though it's a job, quirky. You know, nice. there's some form of angle where it's funny. So mm. basically, and that's how we've. Uh, that's why I believe we've got such great engagement with candidates. Yeah. And, you know, it's I'm, not the same old general. Shit. Yeah, you know, it's just. So I mean, one of the lads in the office, he loves. He loves. He's for some reason he's, he's got like a pun fetish he just he uses puns in every kind of <laughs> like, yeah just like in, in a normal conversation yeah, he'll try yeah, and fit yeah. a pun in and basically that's what he does now is he just put puns in his job post and it works yeah so well yes yeah, yeah, <laughs> I suppose it does work I just think you've got to tell stories I've yeah, yeah tell stories yeah. Yeah. No, that's what recruiters do best right tell the stories yeah. Yeah. well the biggest change that I've seen obviously because I wasn't around when you used to like have to you know stand at a printer and wait for a new CV to <laughs> I did fax um, machine on a Monday morning yeah. oh, Monday, exactly. uh, fight, fighting for Monday fax I, I think the biggest thing for me is the, the use of those platforms so the okay. use of uh, the use of LinkedIn um, and now people consistently posting content and yeah, you know, yeah. compelling stories about themselves about the business you know, you're starting to now get people post you know who maybe would have been really shy of being videoed previously mm. you know like posting just a morning video about yeah. like an inspirational quote yeah. or something like that and that's something that's you know that's been the biggest change for me is how that content is actually delivered to people yeah to be fair if i think that i only started using linkedin when i got in well on the cusp of me getting into recruitment and yeah if thinking back it has changed a lot in terms of what you see in your newsfeed now isn't it it's people yeah. just just putting on random motivational stuff and all yeah. that, but yeah, they they want videos on there at the moment. Like, 100%. yeah, I'm not a big fan yeah, of that. I'm not. I'm not what do you what do you like? What do you I think? Like writing, shit? So oh, yeah. I like the, the written is, word. I like to read. The, the thing is, there's that that will always be there. Like yeah. that is that will always do well. A lot of people think oh, I have to be the video, 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 but the fact that you know you like 
reading and you know you like to write, that's fine. You should still do that. Do you get what I mean? It's not one or the other. Do you know, I think, do you know what I think the issue is? I don't know. Well, I think I might be uh, maybe the exception to the rule. But when I, it's almost like I scroll through social media, I scroll through LinkedIn. And then it's like, you know, it's silence and you can just read and take in that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you video, do you like reading as well? Yeah, well, it's not that I like reading. It's just that I don't necessarily, especially if I'm sat in the office, just like a big load of volume coming out my phone. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to... You, have you to, actually it, have to have more attention. It engages in more, yeah, than, yeah, more yeah, than one yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, true. So you, you obviously you're looking, which is one sense for your, for your written stuff, but with the video, it's two. You've obviously got yeah. to listen as well. As and that's, that's why as well, the whole subtitles thing is big on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, that, I agree, yeah. yeah. That, that, those huge. are the only videos that I will watch. Yeah, yeah, and that, that, that's what I mean, and that's where I think a lot more people are doing it now, but when you actually post um, a video on LinkedIn, it actually allows you to upload a subtitle file when you upload the video. So yeah. the fact they're allowing you to do it like just so easy and smoothly is because exactly what you said, when yeah. people are scrolling through, it actually starts when it's muted. Yeah. Um, the video so it makes sense that subtitles but yeah. I get what you're saying and also if you think about it if you're trying to communicate with your market they're not going to they are not. They might feel uncomfortable watching the video if they're in the office or whatever yeah exactly, you know what yeah, I mean? exactly. So, so it uh, may not actually work but um, cool Let, let's um, talk about um, the thing that the, the, what, what you guys have built then um, I mean so being in business what three and a half years now yeah um, so why why have you the market that you recruit in? Yeah. Have you have you done? Did you do that before you did it? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. So, yes, so you so did that in your old company. Yeah. Exactly. Oh right. Okay. Literally like for life. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. But why hence, did, why hence having to reference the six month restricted. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. That was a bad a bad buy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, you, it's about your network, isn't it? Yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. So, so for us, specificity is really important. You've yeah, got yeah. to be a specialist in what you do. Mm. So we've we've started off in a really narrow channel with yeah, yeah, one yeah. type of job. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's the one that has the most volume in terms of sort of movements. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think that 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 was our case. We we Fair knew enough. all those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can deliver really easily for the customers. Yeah, yeah. What I was gonna say? How so? How many people do you have now? That was twelve. Well, we've got one more hire coming in. Nice. Um, what recently? Uh, that person's not started yet. Um, Congrats, whoever that is. But yeah, yeah we, can't, um, we can't discuss it. Yeah, all right, okay, we won't. We'll, we'll yeah, basically, yeah, so basically, yeah, twelve. 12. 12 strong. How, so, um, how many recruiters do you have? Like, because do you have marketing people specifically? Well, our first people? ever hire was a marketeer, so that kind Whoa. of gives you. Yeah, so there was just the two really? of us. Yeah. And we Let's hired, talk we, about that then. We hired why? Dan. Because a lot of people, that would not be the case. So, what, why, what was the thought process behind that? So, f- it was so we could really focus on the recruitment yeah. okay. and not have to worry because we, we know that the marketing is key. And, and building a brand to compete yeah. in a small yeah. niche industry, mm. building the brands really. When important. did you know that was important? Though? Have you always Instant. known that was important? Well, that was that, If I'm honest with you, that was part of the. That was one of the like the, the key decision making pillars that we that we took from the old place was that you know, they 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 market their their brand creation was really good. Oh, okay. We thought we could market it better. Okay, so basically, nice. you know, that was something that we learned, and the brand is is super crucial because the problem that you've got in the recruitment industry is if you. You get relationships that are owned by a person, and when that person leaves your business, that relationship's gone. If you can build a brilliant brand, like a Michael Page in a different sector, for example, you know, if if Chris, who's got the whatever contract, leaves, you know, that that client's still going to stay because Michael Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's what we're trying to create is that brand. Yeah, so Dan Dan came in, and that was his focus was to create the content and then distribute it. We started out just blogging. And it was all he, he had yeah. to write blogs basically, yeah, yeah. And then we've, we've grown it and grown it, yeah, and grown yeah, yeah. It, so, no, I just think that's really interesting what you're saying. I couldn't agree with more, but I feel like that that isn't 
like a lot of recruitment businesses or agency owners that marketing becomes secondary like it's bombs on seats isn't it that's what i mean on phones that's that's what i mean and i think that i mean for me what i've always said to people and hopefully you agree but like all that isn't to replace the the traditional method is that you have to do both right definitely but it's what it does is it allows the recruiter to focus on recruitment sorry it allows the recruiter to focus on recruitment rather than Spending half the day writing a blog or yeah, doing yeah. these videos. So somebody again, else it comes down to knowing what your content, strengths are, right? Yeah, somebody else is creating that content. That's their job. Mm. The problem with recruiters is, it's for so long, recruiters, they call it 360, but it's, mm. it's probably 720 because yeah. you're, not, you're a recruiter, you're a salesman, you're a marketer, all these yeah. other things. But at the end, of, the customer's not getting, they're only getting 25% because that's, yeah. they just want the recruiter. Yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. want the BD guy. They don't want all the other bits. Well, the and thing pieces. is, if you can be a good enough marketer, you never have to be a salesperson because people come to you about what yeah, you're actually 100%, mate. I, c- I couldn't agree more. Do you have a lot, do you get a lot of inbound inquiries and stuff? We get a lot of repeat business. Okay. And we get some inbound, but, you know, we'd love more, like yeah, everybody. Yeah, but, course. yeah, I'd, what we're really good at is once we've got a customer, yeah. we do a good job for them and they stay with us. Yeah, nice. So they don't, they don't tend to, we don't tend to lose a lot of business. Yeah. So, so what, what I'd be interested to ask then is, in those early days, obviously you guys brought into it, invested in this other person. How, because I'm sure there'll be a lot of recruiters or agency owners thinking, okay, well, what, what's, what's, how do you measure the ROI on having that marketing guy? Do you know what I mean? Because... How do you match up him writing blogs to you getting more fees? I don't know. How how did you decide? Oh, you know what? That was the right investment or it's working or whatever. How did you so work that out? Website hits, CVs okay. through the website channels, um, engagement statistics, all that <laughs> sort of stuff. You can't really measure it in fees, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of sort of, you know, how many CVs he brings. So he manages the mailers, he manages yeah, all so the that, websites. Yeah, so that part of it is measurable. So, for example... Yeah, I think in the first year that he was given the responsibility to not only, because obviously from a marketing perspective, you've mm. got the brand, the website, and all those good things, but you've got the, the you know, the email blasts, the mail shots with the actual job, uh, you know, with the jobs on them. Sure. So he was managing that response. So basically, and he was writing the adverts as well. So that's, okay. another, you know, it's again, it's about him putting his own personal brand on that, on that yeah, shot yeah, yeah, that's yeah. going out. Um, and yeah, I think in his first year, I think we got eight candidates through the mailers that he'd written. So there is a you know ta- tangible yeah, no, 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 eight that we placed. So oh. there's about, about a hundred. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, 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 okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he put he posted forty jobs and got yeah and got eight responses. Yeah. So eight people that you actually placed. Yeah, we placed. So we placed. Yeah. So from a you know I suppose it's what your definition of marketing is. You know. Yeah. I mean. But that, that's why it's a bit blurry, isn't it? Sometimes. And I guess yeah. Why it gets on the back seat. It's activity. You 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 know you've got to do when. People contact me through LinkedIn and say, oh, I've seen you guys on LinkedIn a lot, mm, yeah. and I thought I'd give you a call. 100%. Yeah, that's great. What we'd love to do is them not then go anywhere else, but yeah, that's yeah. by building I've... the brand quality. Yeah. But at least at the moment, we're at the stage where the brand's out there, yeah. so people know who we are. Yeah. Now we've got to do that, create that message where they know it's a quality brand and that they can rely on us and trust us. Yeah. yeah. So How that, do you intend on doing that then? I think it's just more about creating the right type of content, but it's also down to word of mouth. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Obviously, I feel like that's a mix of you guys doing a bloody good job at people talking about it and then also actually talking about the things you actually care yeah. about. And, yeah. and I think that this is what, when, because that's what I mean, when I was, sp- a lot of people, they're like, where, they're not sure where to start. And what, what I always say to people is like, the, the conversation you have with your candidates and clients is your content, if you get what I mean. You don't need to share the details, but like, yeah. You basically you're taking a one-on-one conversation to like however many people you reach. Do you know what I mean? And that that that's the content. So what you're talking about there is 
and a mixture of both, right? Using those conversations, delivering all that sort of stuff. It's just just document what's going on. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Really and that is the content, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? That, that's the thing. Just tell stories about what's happening to you. <laughs> no, that, if it's happening to you, it's happening to other recruiters. Exactly. And if you've got some best practice from that, mm. yeah, or a solution, yeah, yeah, it's going to help them. Or you can throw that out, and they will give you the best practice. People will, yeah, will yeah, engage yeah. with you and help you out and give you tips. So that's cool. I like it's, that. It's double win. So. Um, what I was going to say, guys. So basically, with, with that, then, so you got the marketing person that was your first hire. Did you get a, a, another recruiter in or was also in the first year, or did you? Was it Aiden was next, wasn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, so. Was that in the first year? Or was it the? Yeah, yeah. So how did you go about attracting people to your business then? How did you go about that? It's all word of mouth to start with. <laughs> was so, it? so a guy I used to work with years ago, he rang me up and was like, "Oh, my my cousin's just left the army." Doesn't have a clue what he wants to do. <laughs> we give him an interview and maybe give him some tips. And oh, we, had, nice. we didn't really intend to hire him. Yeah. And we met him and we liked him and he came on board and he's he's been with us ever since. Yeah. And he's now probably our our most senior member of staff. Nice. And I love that. Yeah, probably end up running the company. That's, what, that's what's he's amazing. Fantastic. That's what's amazing about recruitment, though, right? Yeah. That yeah, is like no background is there's yeah. no specific background. Yeah, yeah it's just what. Kind of, so, oh, you don't need to be. You don't need to have a degree. You don't need to be intelligent. You know, you just need to be able to work hard and hold a sentence and that's pretty much <laughs> if you can do those two things and you're prepared to keep doing things even yeah. when it's horrible yeah I mean yeah. I think that's all you need to what, do what you said there is interesting because I, I couldn't agree more and it's like obviously you went in there probably rationalising you know we're probably not going to hire this guy but obviously it felt right and I think that that's why people join businesses right it's that feeling right part yeah. do you know what I mean and that that's that's what good recruiters have a good sense of do you know what I mean when you meet a, meet a candidate and go you know what it'd be Fucking brilliant for that client. Yeah, yeah. that's what. That's meetings. the. Do you know what I mean? That that's that's the good. That's the um the the good recruiters. I, I think, think. I think that's something that comes with age and a bit of experience as well. Is that you, when you're initially told to do what you've got to do, you know you're really rigid and you stick to the rules and you stick to like the the you know the manual so to speak of the questions yeah. that you ask. But all people, you, as you spend more time doing the job, you just want to like get to know a person. And as soon as you get to know a person, it's like you know. Personality-wise, your skills on paper are a good fit for that job, but will you get on with that guy? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? That, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. It's like a prof- you're a professional matchmaker, basically. Yeah, 100%. But I think the fact that you view it like that is definitely... That's how I used to view it, and that came quite natural to me. But there's a lot of people out there who are looking for keywords on the job spec and keywords on the CV. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And that's where recruitment falls that's short. That's where people trying to do the job of a computer, and what they don't yeah. do is they can't do it as well as a computer. And if that's the way they recruit... One day the computer will do their job for 100%. them. Hundred percent. You've got to be a human, and that's, yeah, yeah. that's the value you add. Yeah, yeah and That's yeah, what yeah. makes you better than some bot system. <laughs> you can look for sales and Definitely. business development in a CV. What? Yeah. What's um? I'd love to um get your guys two pence on on two things. Then, firstly, because we're talking about recruitment and, and how you guys work, but what what what's your advice to to sort of recruiters who are early in, in their career then um if you could sort of think back maybe or the advice that you give your your new recruits well there's one that i think i say to everybody who starts who tells you they want to earn 100 grand in year one that's not going to happen yeah, right? yeah love that stop worrying about money concentrate mm. on learning okay and just learn but do you trade. think that's yeah the person needs to understand that and then also that's on you right because yeah. there are some businesses who are like like they make, I don't know, they give yeah, a lot of credit. Promises you know I mean? oversell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember when I had an interview with the agency that I joined, uh, he was like, oh, I got any other interview there? And he was like, I was like, Yeah, and he was like, So, what are your, th- what are your thoughts on recruitment? And then I was like, And he was like, He asked me, Oh, so w- what could you earn or what do you think you could earn? And yeah, I had um, some rec, I think I used a few, not rec to rex, it was just people who were trying to get me into recruitment, yeah. 
Yeah, they definitely oversell the salaries. <laughs> it's like, That's how it is. When I started, it was like 15k base, 100 yeah. grand OTE. It's like, you're getting there. Like, but yeah, this, I think, is this even I, think I was like, yeah, so people were telling me you can earn sort of 68k in your first year. And, yeah. and he said pretty much what he said. is like, mate, that's bollocks. Yeah. You're not going to earn that. And he said it's learn, it's about learning the first year yeah. and all that. So I like that. The problem is if you don't take that first year to really hone your skills, yeah. you'll never earn the big money because yeah. you'll always be just failing. You just create the foundation, yeah. don't yeah. you? You know, the biggest problem I've seen, in, in, especially in the old business that we work for, you'd get people come through in waves. Yeah. So, and and they usually, they, what they used to do is they used to try and hire two people at once. Yeah. So you'd basically have a little bit of internal competition. And the amount of times that the person out of those two that placed first, so if somebody placed in the first month, that person would more often than not not be successful because they went in there, they got a lucky CV into a real lucky job, and they were like, this is easy. Whereas the guy who had to work six months and didn't make a fee, but followed the you know followed the process and the yeah. process, that's the person who was going to be successful. I didn't make a fee for, for, for six months. Really? Yeah. I think I think it took me three months. <laughs> so so what so what what was what was your manager saying then? Was wait wait. No, it wasn't Tom. It wasn't Tom. So like, was, was you was getting like was you feeling the pressure? Well, I don't know. Yeah, it was. But well, you know what? They made, it made me feel really at ease because every single thing he asked me to do, I did. So I was like. I was thinking, I, yeah. I, I was like, you can't, you can't really fire me because I'm, You're I'm doing, doing yeah, literally yeah, yeah, every yeah, single yeah, thing yeah. that you've asked me to do. So, so no, I like that. I think for me, um, my um, old boss who who was amazing had that mindset. And then also what what you just said, like if you're basically if you're actually taking on that person's advice and then actually you can see you implementing it or giving yeah. it a go then then that you're not going to be chucked out the door do you know what i yeah. mean because you're clearly trying and all that sort of stuff but six months mate jesus yeah. christ i think another thing to really to, to, one thing person said it to me when i first started my career is there's a yeah, lot of yeah. easier ways to earn 25 grand a year so unless you're willing to put in the hard graft and yeah, really yeah, sort yeah. of ask yourself some questions and, and be willing to learn yeah you you know you're never going to get there, so you, yeah, know, you yeah. go go do go do another job where twenty five grand yeah. comes easily because if you don't do the basics, yeah. you're never going to earn anymore. No, I like it. That, that's solid advice. So the other question, because obviously now you've been on the other side, what 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 sort of the advice I guess for for those that are thinking about starting on their own or early stages are just it's just one of them. I don't know what what's your advice to to those in the sort of first twelve months because that that that's fucking yeah. difficult those twelve months. I've, right? I've got a couple. I've got a couple of this. So I think that first of all, stay true to the reasons that you wanted to set up in the first place. Nice. So if you've got if you've got if you if your aspiration is to manage your own destiny and be the you know be the boss. Only, only do that with yourself. So don't then go and ask for investment from somebody else. I think that's going to be something that you know you need to retain. And also, if you get chance, do it with somebody else. I, I can't imagine something nice. as you know. It was, it was really hard for us to start with, but we had as as cliche as this sounds, we had each other. Yeah, yeah no, I think I think <laughs> that was that was my yeah, one nice. piece of advice. Was that it? it would be personally don't do it alone. Yeah, really, I, I like that because money's always tight when you start. When mm. there's two of you, there's always you know there's always that. You know, there's somebody else to lean on, but just yeah. when times are tough, you've got somebody else who's in the exact same position yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. bounce ideas off. Yeah, and that's nice. the other thing, bouncing ideas off. Because if you're in a bit of a rut and you're doing, you know, you're doing the same things that you did, and you were successful previously and not working for you now, it's almost like you need a bit of reassurance to keep doing it, and you know, a bit of reassurance that you are doing the right things and you're following the right processes. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, I think that's really good advice, lads, and I think. That does make that does make sense. Uh, that just resonates with me. Like when I moved up to um, not quite the same, but when I moved up to London recently, 
I've moved up with a mate. If I moved up on mine, like again, it's like not being. It's like it's, it would be just so. It'd be so much more intense, yeah. wouldn't it? Like everything would be so much yeah. more intensified. Everything's on you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. One last one. Do it when you're young. Okay. I left it far too long. Do you think? Yeah. I wish I'd done it ten years before I'd done it. Really? Yeah. When I was in my twenties. Okay. Nice. Because what do you think? Because the risk is lower, or yeah, well, I would say the risk is lower because if you were to look at it from what well, how old was I? I was twenty seven. Twenty. Twenty. Twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty six. I think. Yeah. So basically, if I'd have gone, if we'd have gone and done this, um, my you know my salary at the time wasn't you know massively inflated. I wasn't earning mm. that much basic salary. So if I'd have gone and done this for six months, failed, I could have got another job as a consultant. You know, doing you know yeah, for, yeah, a similar, yeah. for a similar kind of salary level. Yeah, that makes think sense. when you get you know when you're getting towards you know. I was thirty four. Yeah, if you're in thirty four, moving towards you know you're at a, a good manager level. You're oh, on yeah, a very yeah, good, yeah, you're yeah, on yeah, a very yeah. good you know you're on a very mm. good basic you know you're on a very good basic salary. If you go and do that for six months and you fail, it's like it's much harder for me then to get back into the yeah, cycle yeah, yeah, of things because yeah. I'm more expensive and people think right well. You, you've gone, you've gone to do it yourself, and you failed. Yeah. So yeah, why yeah. would I want you to teach people how to do it? At least it's worked out then. So I was in sweet twenties and fours trying all this sort yeah. of stuff. No, I agree, it? mate. I agree, and it's one of the big reasons why, I've yeah, I've I've done what I've done because basically the worst case scenario is I end up back at home living with my parents in my single bed. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. sound too bad so for me. When you're 34, you're married with a child. You yeah. can't really move back. That's what months. I mean. That, that doesn't sound too bad for me. Um, yeah. But look. Lads, before we um, wrap up, um, what I'd love to know, because I'm all about the stories, um, maybe both of you might have different stories, but if we, if I, I'd love to know what was your, both of yours sort of biggest high in, in your recruitment career and, and also your lowest low. Let, let's talk about that. Um, one of you can go first. Oh whatever, God, let's, let, let's keep How it How long have you, got? have you got? Have you got half an hour? So from a performance perspective. Yeah, the biggest high, oh. go on. No, it's not. Um, Right, so I would say biggest high it was two. Go on. Um, the, the first one would be becoming the, the, the top biller for the new chapter consulting. Whoop, whoop. Nice. Um, Great achievement. Yeah, it was, Out of how it was many people? Uh, it was like 20, I think, 25, 30. 30, 30 billion consultants. So that was in my second year. Great achievement. Um, so I was happy with that. And then, um, yeah, well, I think like. Literally, I'm, I'm, we still we still do a lot of the billing to me and Tom for the business. So nice. I hit, hit annual target after like three months this year. So, so I'm on for. A, a oh, bit. what this year? Yeah, this year. Yeah. <laughs> Class. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I've kind of took my foot off the gas now and booked like a three week holiday in America. So, <laughs> yeah, I need to maybe get back on that. In terms of biggest law, Ooh. right? So you know when I told you about having um, not built for six months? Yeah. So I built a pipeline of a hundred k, right? Oh my god. I built a pipeline of hundred k. I was like telling my boss, I was like, you know, I'm really Coming confident in. all of it. I'm really confident all of it. I converted one thousand pounds. Which, which basically, because they'd made an agreement with this particular business previously that they would knock off two thousand pounds of the next fee. You know, it was quite, it was it was it was a good decision to make at the time because they got a you know a really strong yeah. fee first up. Um, but basically, they took this guy on on like a two month contract. So it was a three gram fee. So I got basically got my two grand off <laughs> of that. So yeah, thousand pound, one percent return. Oh, oh, devastated, mate. Really enough, devastated. Mate. Tom, what about you, mate? I said the highest high was signing the the sort of the the, the shareholders agreement nice. for for logical for logical. That's that's nice. Yeah, I was I was proud of that moment to sort yeah. of actually say we've gone out like, and done really it. Really felt like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the lowest low is I, I took a job and I won't say the name of the company, but it, <laughs> it's not on my LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I took a job with an accountancy recruitment firm. Yeah. 
And after two weeks, I literally just didn't go back to work. Oh, <laughs> it was, shit. I what? Hate, you hated it? I hated every second of it. But I just wasn't, I couldn't, wasn't the right yeah. guy to recruit accountants. Yeah. Not, not, not my, not my, not my channel. Um, and it was just so badly run as a business. Really? Yeah, it was horrendous. And I was still really, I was still really early in my career and yeah, needed yeah. support and development. <laughs> there was nothing like, I had an yeah, alcoholic yeah. boss. And yeah, it was just horrendous. So I like literally walked, them ones, I walked yeah. out after about two weeks. Yeah, so that was the lowest part of my career. No, thanks for sharing, lads. So, a question that I always ask people, um, and then we'll wrap up. We can get out of this this sauna, which we call a studio. <laughs> um, basically, so um, b- b- to both of you, basically. So, what I've been asking people, and it's been, you can give me be a sentence, one word, maybe, or whatever. So, if you was able to communicate to every single recruiter, they'd take on what you said, they'd implement it the next day. What would you say? It's our strap line for me. Yeah. Life's short, work somewhere awesome. Love that. That's yeah. fucking class, lads. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. Well, um, it's been an absolute pleasure, lads. Thanks for coming in. Very hot day, sweaty, but um, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. So me too. Thank you. Yeah, cool. Really enjoyed it. Thanks, Thanks for having us.